Welcome to Revival is Here Again with Apostle Goodhart. God is about to speak directly to you as this message is guaranteed to impact your life. As you listen today, expect that God's Word has been sent in your direction to bring about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me to receive God's Word through His choice vessel, Apostle Goodhart O. Equeme. Please turn to Hebrews 11th as we go to the Word of the Lord this morning. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. Let's read together as a family. 1, 2, 3, go. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Let's read Acts 6 verse 8. And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and miracles among the people. Praise God. But assignment this morning, wonders producing faith, part number 1B. Wonders producing faith, part number 1B. Father, we just thank you for the joy to gather again under this open heavens. <laughs> I beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar of heaven. Anoint the lips and the tongues of clear of the seven son of yours that today I will come to your people with the thus and the Lord. Help me to speak expressly of every counsel. Move every man, woman, boy, and girl in this room and those who are logged on online from where we are to the place that is called destiny. We'll vow always to return the praise, the glory, the honor back unto you. In Jesus' wondrous name we pray. Let somebody shout a big amen. You may please be seated in God's wonderful presence. Wonders producing faith. I began the first service by reminding us of a pattern and a method with which God deals with mankind. Typically, God will speak and then God will go on to confirm or perform what God has spoken. So if you are in search of what God is going to do to a person, going to do to a people, all you need to do is listen up to know what God is saying to the person and what God is saying to the people. Because he will speak and then he will perform. The Bible declares in Isaiah 44, 26. And God confirms the word of his servant and performs the counsel of his messengers. So he confirms the word spoken by his servant. And then he performs the counsel given by his servant. So God will put his word in the mouth of his servant. Could be you actually regarding your life and your destiny. Because you are, whether you believe it or not, you are the prophet over your life and your destiny. You see, whilst the words spoken by your mother, father, husband, wife, pastor, leader, teacher is important because words are important. <laughs> no words 
are as important as the word you speak over your life. So you have the power to cancel or negate the curse, perhaps your father released over you, your mother released over you. Children do that, but if they did, you can cancel it. And if you are unfortunate to have been in some kind of church where the pastor doesn't only bless but can curse and says, if you live here, you're cursed. If you don't do this, you're cursed. If you don't tithe, you're cursed. If you don't mind my daughter, you're cursed. You know that churches like that? Unfortunately, that's, that's true. If you don't mind my daughter, you're cursed. Because this daughter is a choir. You got to marry my daughter. You, you're, you're cursed. You see, as powerful as the words of your pastor is over you, your words are more powerful. Because you are essentially the prophet over your life. Your words are powerful. So we see a pattern all through scriptures that God will speak and God will perform or confirm. Luke 145 says, oh boy, I feel him all over me already. I'm blessed is she that believed for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the law. So here we see that God speaks. God spoke to Mary. God spoke to Elizabeth. You're going to have a baby. And God says, I need you to engage your belief system. You got to believe me. And then there will be a performance. Wow. So it means as powerful as God's word is, as far as that word is spoken over you, God requires you to engage in the place of responsibility. Somebody once said, Responsibility is a compendium of two words, response and ability. Simply means your ability or willingness to respond. So as believers, we have both authority as believers, but likewise, back to back, we have responsibility as believers. We also may spend more time teaching on the believer's authority. We have to equally remind believers we have the believer's responsibility. Praise God. Two sides of a coin. Authority and responsibility. It is such that until you engage in responsibility, there are certain things God will not bring to pass in your life. As powerful as a word that came from the mouth of angel Gabriel to Mary was. She was told there shall be a performance to those who believe. So your belief will engage the performance of God. Hallelujah. Shout with me. I still believe. Now the way you said that, I don't think you believe yourself. It seems to me that you've already thrown in the towel that the year of wonders is over. It seems to me you're telling God six weeks are too small for you to be God in my life. You're telling God, I think you could have done it in three months, six months, nine months, but, but, but six, six weeks, they're, they're too small. Somebody shout, 
I still believe. Now with the right mental picture in your mind, don't just say that glibly or, or, or just because he said, no, have that picture of what you expect your God who is called the almighty God to do for you on account of your faith and shout to the high heavens, I still believe. Please keep your switch of faith turned on. Because heaven's faucet is open over you. It's raining and it's about to pour again. It is raining but it's about to pour again. For somebody under the sound of my voice, I believe you received the early rain of the year. But there's the latter rain coming over you to bring you into your harvest season. Shall I still believe? It's not over until it's over. It won't be over until you win. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a champion in you. There's a winner in you. There's a victor in you. The Bible says the greater one, my God, lives in you. He is greater than every devil, every demon in the world. Somebody shout, I've got the greater one in me. Because he lives in you, you are unsinkable. Because he lives in you, the plane you board can drop. Because he lives in you, the boat you ride can sink. Because he lives in you, the car you ride can explode. Shout with me, he lives in me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Keep your switch of faith turned on. Beloved, the subject of faith <laughs> is an extremely important subject of faith. It's not just a thing a body of believers called the faith movement um, have heralded and have, have emphasized. No, sir. Before the faith movement, faith was, is a reality. Why? Your God who predates time and spans into eternity is a faith God. Did you hear me? Oh yeah. So before the faith movement, there, there was and is God. And, and his modus operandi all through scriptures is faith. And there's no way anybody can walk with a faith God and not walk in faith. Amos 3 verse 3. Can two walk together except they agree? You can only walk together with the God of faith when you operate in faith. Praise the Lord, somebody. Genesis 1 verse 1 and 2, we see our God expressed faith in the beginning of beginnings. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. What was upon the face of the deep? What? Darkness. Darkness speaks of confusion, difficulty, a tough time in your life. You're back against the wall. You have more bills than you have money. I mean, call it difficulty. Bad medical report. Darkness. 
And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Gabriel, help me out. Michael, you're the angel of power. Help me out. And God said, this is Wahala. And God said, what can I do? Never. And God said, it's too dark. Because this is how many of us tend to believe, behave when we are in trouble. How can I get out? Oh, oh, economy's bad. Oh, oh, oh. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. Listen, as long as you're fussing and fighting with the darkness, light can never come. What you need to do is to introduce light in the middle of your bad situation. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Man of God, are words that powerful? Yes, they are. Words can make or break. As seeming small as those words were, they changed the situation. Light was introduced instantly. Many times, as I said in the first service, it takes a very little key, little key, to unlock the vault of a bank. Little key. You can despise it, you can throw it away, but yet that vault that holds treasures and dollars and pounds and years is opened by a small key. So, so what God gave you and I to be able to unlock the doors of our lives is keys. Keys. I give unto you the keys of what? Of the kingdom. Have you thought for a minute, what are those keys? Whatever you bind on the earth is bound where? How do you bind them? Whatever you lose on the earth is lose where? How do you lose them? Words. So keys are words. But you see, a key is only as powerful as it has been put into use. Have you been in the situation, I'm sure we all have, where you are trying to get into your car or get into your house and you're, you're looking everywhere for the key. You check under the carpet. You check here and check there and check there and check everywhere you think. But all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, it's in my pocket. And you say, but I've checked my pocket for, how come? You see, all along you have the keys but the keys could not open the door until you found the keys and used the keys. Saints, in this season 11 of the month of November, Kondaya, I believe the Lord is introducing and reintroducing to us an 11th hour key to bring about our 11th hour miracle. Your amen sounds like it needs revival. What is the 11th hour key for the 11th hour miracle? Your faith. 
Stephen performed miracles and wonders because of his faith. So faith is a wonder-producing force. Faith is a good report producer. Hebrews 11.3 says, And the elders of old obtained, they obtained a good report, how? By faith. Your faith will produce good reports. Your amen sounds like it needs, it's a house of revival, sound revived. <laughs> Praise God. Your faith will produce wonders. Your faith will produce miracles. Somebody's faith will take you from zero to hero. Somebody's faith will take you from the bottom rung of the ladder and accelerate you divinely to the top notch. Somebody said, my faith is taking me somewhere good. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hebrews 11 verse 3 says, If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? We see that one of the many foundations of Christianity is faith. 1 Corinthians 13 verse 13 reads thus, And there be... These three that I buy, faith, hope, and love, they're forces. It's like a tripod. Faith, hope, and love says this. <laughs> but the greatest of these is love. KJB says charity, but that's love. Now you wonder, why is love greater than faith? Why is love greater than hope? You see, God is a faith God, but God is not faith. Yeah. God operated hope. Hope simply means an expectation of an enviable or an expected end is hope. Right. So, God is love. First and for eight. Huh? He said God is love. There's no scripture that tells you God is faith. You, you get it? So whilst faith is important, hope important, love is the greatest of all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, the chapter of love, begins to demystify the power of faith, the power of prophecies, the power of knowledge, that all these things shall ultimately give way and fade away. But love will stand the test of time. It says in verse 8 there, it says, love always wins. So faith is important, but love is more important. Do you know the scriptures tells us as powerful as faith is, that faith needs the aid of love to work. Galatians 5 verse 6. Faith works by love. Faith works by love. Just to mention that. But faith is one of the foundations of our walk. Very important. And 
I want to show you four foundational truths about faith. Foundational truths about faith. Number one, please write. I want to teach, be more systematic in this, this service. Number one, faith is essential to walking with God and pleasing God. Mm. Faith is essential. It's an essential force. If you're going to walk with God, you've got to do it by faith. If you're going to please God, by faith. Write it down, please. In other words, there is no substitute for faith. Prayer cannot, does not, substitute faith. Prayer has its place, faith has its place. Number two, as we look at the foundation of faith, number two, faith relates us to the invisible. If you like, faith is the connector to the invisible world. Faith. It's by faith I know that angels are here. I mean, I could operate in a gift called the gift of discernment of spirit. But outside that, by faith I know they're here. Or I know that is Zion. Where two or three are gathered in my name where I'm there. So I know he's here. By faith. So faith connects me to the world of the invisible. Listen, the invisible is more real than you can imagine. Oh yeah. In fact, truth be told, the invisible is the mother of the visible. Let me say it again. The invisible is the mother of the visible. So if you want to change anything in the realm of the seen or visible, the way to do it is go to the invisible. That's why prayer is powerful. So the visible is mothered by the invisible and it's changed from the invisible. Number three, faith is closely related to hope. Really related, but they are different. They're related, but different. And sometimes, because believers fail to understand the difference between faith and hope, hear me real good, believers could be operating in biblical hope, and they assume they're in faith, and as such, the result due a person walking in faith doesn't happen. And it can be quite frustrating. But what you're operating in is just hope, hope, hope. And hope is powerful. You see, a hopeless believer becomes helpless. So hope is a picture of an enviable future. You must keep hope alive. When you read scriptures like Romans 8.28... It gives you what? Hope. What does it say? All things. Kondaya. Topa. Not some things. And we know. We're not in doubt. We're not guessing. We know that all things, you can interject, good, bad, ugly. All things. They work together for who? For good. That's hope. To those who love God and those who are called according to his purpose. That's hope. That's an anchor to my hope that no matter what I go through, as long as I meet the condition of loving God, I'm a man of purpose. Listen, you walk away from me, it's going to turn around for my good. You throw tomatoes at me, it's going to turn around for my good. You know, this is what gives me a little bit of radical confidence that, you know, no matter what people do or how they do it, as long as I know I'm in sync with the will of God, 
Watch you men for evil against me. Get time. Come back next week. Come back six months time. Come back in a year. You will see that, oh my God, you help facilitate this man, you as well, this one to go to the next level. Why? All things work together for the good of them that love God and are called, are called to shout, it is working for my good. Your boss gave you the left foot of fellowship. Is working for your good. That girlfriend you hung around for seven years, threw the 11 inch nail at your heart, ripped your heart apart, and you wondered, How can I survive? It was working for your good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, there are people who rejected you who, in a matter of years' time, they wished they could turn the hand of the clock. That is a night this. Ah, oh boy. Now you be this. Who should happen now? Now God happen. You saw my now, you didn't see my future. You traded my future because your eyes were on my now. Oh, that's a word for some single brother and sister here. Listen, listen. There's much more ahead of you than meets the eye. Stay faithful. Stay consistent. Love Jesus. So. Pray. Do the needful. Guess what? Your faith is taking you somewhere. Oh, five years ago, Danison, I was a wreck. 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 Tony, clueless about what the future held. Crazy in my mind. So what have you just done? Oh my word. Are you all right? Somebody said to me that they don't do you. They don't do you. They, said they do it for village. Yeah, I was told that. So they said they do me for village. To take that step of obedience. Yeah, I said so. I said, this, this cannot be God. Who does this? But I, I look back in just five years. Tears. Tears. It, it, it's, it's, it's not. Why? Every step of your obedience, even when it's illogical. Oh boy. Dr. Mama, where is he? Is he here? Here. This is my friend and brother, American trained consultant, family health physician in Maryland. He came back to Nigeria, which I'm not sure I'll do, except God leads me like him. I said, You go leave practice, smoke, for, come back to why? Come to do, find who. But today, where he is in God and in his medical practice, he knows he had God. May you hear God against all odds. Don't choose based on sight. No, sir. Sight will fail you. In the day the Lord's laborers or servants began to strive with his uncle's servants, Abraham, Abraham said, no, I'm a man of peace. I will strive. We're brethren. He said, Lord, though you're my nephew, you choose. Can you imagine? Your father asked you to choose. You to choose. Ha. I'll beg him and say, Daddy, please choose. I beg, choose. Choose here, I'll choose there. But you know what? Lot saw what he assumed was a lost land based on sight. He said, I'm going here. But that was the direction of Sodom and Gomorrah that was destroyed ultimately. What am I saying? Don't choose based on sight. The Bible says, oh boy, this is for somebody here. We walk by faith, not by sight.
When you take faith steps today, they may not make sense. I'm speaking to somebody here. Now I know I'm in a zone. Listen carefully. Oh, Shakopala. There are instructions God gave you. You struggled over them because you couldn't contemplate of what good will it be to let go of what I'm familiar with, what looks like is working reasonably, but God said, listen, I, I won't show you your future until you let go of your now. You know, when God spoke to Abraham, he didn't tell him where he was leading. He said, you just leave where you are. I, I can imagine Abraham going to Sarah. Say, Sarah, we're going. Going where? I don't know. Going. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Sarah, listen, we're going. We are going. Where are we going, daddy? We're going. So the one who said we're going will show us as we go. You must be crazy, Abraham. You know, but that's how God operates. Because what he had, oh yeah, yeah. This is for somebody in business. My Lord, okay, take it, sir. What God has in store for you financially is far more than what he's demanding you to let go. Can I speak to you? If this relates to you, take it otherwise, throw it away. If God has been placing upon you a demand to sow certain seeds or make certain sacrifices, I tell you, you're in a good place. Struggle no more. Let go and let God. Because on the other side of your obedience <laughs> is a ridiculous harvest that when you get there, I tell you, you'll be crying. It'll be not tears of pain, it'll be tears of joy and tears of pleasant surprise. Now, if this is confirming something to you, please do it. As a diversion for somebody here. Oftentimes, your seed is what God will use to break your siege. Write it down. Seed, seed. The power of a seed. Isaac sowed in famine. Genesis 26. And that seed broke the seed of famine. In the same year, he reaped a hundredfold. I, I'm just, I hope somebody, you're, you're, you're alert in your spirit because a lot is being dropped in the atmosphere. Your seed will break your seed. You've held on to something for too long. Let go and let go. Let go, let go, let go, let go. I believe that when Abraham was climbing Mount Moriah with Isaac on one side of Mount Moriah, I believe, I have a mental picture, that as he took one step to the mountaintop, the ram on the other side was climbing up. He couldn't see them, couldn't see. There's a mountain between. Couldn't see. But he took one step towards the mountain, Mount Moriah. That lamb was climbing up. One step, come up. One step, come up. One step, come up. By the time he got to the mountain top, guess what? There was a ram ready. By the grace of God, I believe. As I was obeying God when I was obeying God, God was moving you. Moving you. I'm telling you. He moved some of you from Lagos to come here. Some from Taraba to come here. Some of you left a job to come here. Somewhere where you were driven. You were pushed from your job. No. That movement was to be a part of this apostolic center. Did I see it? No. Did I even imagine? No. But just your obedience stares a trigger in the spirit. Kondoya, Pulata, 
Somebody in Germany is preparing a job for you. A trigger in the spirit. Somebody in USA has a job for your son. A trigger in the spirit. Somebody in South Africa preparing a contract for you. Why? Your obedience is taking you somewhere. My goodness gracious. Wow. There are certain things God has told me about those who walk close with me. I don't know why I'm saying this this morning. I shouldn't be saying this. I don't like to say it. But I guess I'm led to say it. He said to me, look out for those who will be close to you. Identify in their lives the point that they let go. Sacrificially. Meaningfully. Because it takes the people who have been circumcised to work with others who have been circumcised. Oh, you didn't get that. Let me move on. So, people who jump to this ministry because they are trying to get a position, they will wear it out. They'll get tired. <laughs> Five years ago when the work started, people just... Brrrr. But after a while, as surely as Oliver, the heat was much. It wasn't what they thought. They thought the earlier I get there, I'd be on cue for a job. Pastor, deacon, de see no deacons. See no elders. God is our elder. God is our deacon. The pastor is just by chance in the pastor. So we all pass, we all, it's all about Jesus Christ. Even the pastor is not the pastor. He's, he, it's all about Jesus Christ. So what they came for, there was no room. They went to the back door. So I'm going back. Handle it, handle it, handle it. So that's how you know they are not called for this kind of assignment. Those who are called came not for position, but came for Christ. Wow. I'm going somewhere I don't like to go. But let me go there. Yes, sir. Gideon had 33,000 people he thought he will, he will work with to deliver, deliver, deliver Israel from, from, from the Midianites. God said, no, no, there are too many of Say, these guys are too many. If I use these guys to save you, you say you saved yourself. So, ask those who are afraid to go back. <laughs> About 20,000 went back. Said, these 10,000, there's still too many. Let me take you by the river to show you how to eliminate them. Said, there's something I'll show you at the river. Just bring them there. Said, let them drink water. Let them what? Let them what? Very simple test. But anyhow... 300 of those men did not stoop down to drink water and to lap it, but rather they, they took it like this. All right. What does that mean? A sign of vigilance. A sign that the water is not their life. That they're warriors. But most of the other men went down like this. In other words, I came for the good stuff. I came for breakthrough. I came for title. I came for position. I want to be your PA. I want to be your pastor. I want to be an elder. I want to be your chief psalmist. 
the Lord said, can you see? There's a natural, there's a natural elimination process. He said, I've just helped you show those who can go with you. There were only 300 men. 300 men with pictures, touch, they messed up the Midianites. Their hearts were right. I believe, I believe, in nature, process has been ongoing. I didn't plan to say this. It's not my message. It's ongoing. And those who remain may not be that many. And many is relative. 2,000 is many. 2,000 is small. It's relative. God knows. But the point is here is, beloved, the time is here. In the first service, a word came that the what? The eagle is about what? About a fly. Yeah, about a fly. So we're, we're, we're very close to something I don't even know myself. We're in a window. A window of testing of hearts. And he, the way he examines you is not how you expect the exam to happen. For, for one, he's just watching your regularity in attendance. He watches you. He watches your, 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 your commitment. Just watches you. He watches. And by so doing, he can identify the 300 figuratively that is going to use to literally release them as emissaries in the nation as revived revivalists. I pray for you, Konda, as I pray for myself that you and I will stand heaven's elimination process. I pray that Saul will not be fired. I pray that somebody will not lose your position. I pray that somebody will not lose the place of honor and dignity God intended for you to enjoy here. Out of carelessness, out of the love of your belly, like Paul said, Demas has loved this world and has forsaken me. I pray there'll be no Demases amongst us here. I pray your heart will be upright. It will be about Jesus. Not about title, not about position, not about money, not about, no. All about Jesus. Wow. How did I get here? Oh. Mm. Ah. I plan to teach. Can we pray in the Holy Ghost for two minutes? Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. I can't hear you praying. No. Pray, 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 pray. Pray. I said pray. Pray. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. So I will show mercy upon who I show mercy. When a very delicate window, ah, 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 ah. Transference of crowns. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, please pass me not by. Don't retire me. Don't fire me. Ah. Pray for God not to retire you. In a manner no scatter. There is a David waiting by your side to take over. Ah, ah. To give your struggling. To touch your struggling. To evangelize your struggling. To attend church. Ah, 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 ah. Can you pray? No goodness. Mononosco. Breco de ferre. 
pikuto pakata pakata the eagle is about to fly i hear it clearly the eagle is about to fly take off take off hey berono berono check your heart examine your heart ipranomo sakati ask the lord to take over set my heart am i here for the right cause the right reason let it be all about you from today oh god forgive me forgive my heart iporopelite perma sicrite ba ipronelo sifrik bandia ebola ebandia ebola epule kisepria baga let it be about jesus jesus and jesus alone ekoba please pray abona abina abona abona is somebody praying is somebody praying we are the threatened floor logic global we are the threatened floor they ship a lot of kepaliga bele boca let the champ burn in the fire let the ambition burn in the fire how long can you wait can you tarry longer Yes, the mantle will come. Yes, the glory will come. But you must be tested. As the love of grace. Let ambition die. Let ambition die. Let ambition die. Let me gladly serve you without seeking to be known. Oh, that I may decrease, that Christ may increase in me. Are you praying? It's a house of revival, Lord. It's not any kind of church, Ah, Lord. Let not another take my office. It was said concerning Judas. Let another take his office. Let none take my office, oh God, I pray. Mercy upon me. Mercy upon me. Please pray. Three more minutes. We're going to worship. Ikriba, let's pray first. Irbala, Irba. Crowns are transferable. Where are the Gideon's army? 300. Where are the mighty men of David? 40. Ikaparabalagaba. Ibrogobo, pregabo, pregabo, pregabo. Oh, the Gideon's army are rising. Ilimanote, Ilimanote. The mighty man of David on the rise. People, Ikaba, who are out to please their master. Hey, 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 hey. One more minute. Allow the Holy Ghost to walk in your heart. Are you praying? Please, at the back, pray. Connect your heart and ask for mercy. Ilaba, this is not a church, it's a move. I know it. It's a move. People have been gathered from all walks of life. Eka is a manger. A runway. And the eagle is about to fly. Ah, no, 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 no. Can your ambition die? Me, myself, and I, ministry. Can it die? For the one Christ has given you to rise. Irma, no, 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 no. Shabrano Meletes. Those on online, please pray like we pray here. Ermanaka. Ambition die, 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 die. Let it be about Jesus. Oh boy. 
Let's pray, let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. This is very different from first service, I tell you. In Amola could they break the barana? Evrana, Evrana, Evrana. Lay hold upon all of us and cry out. Mercy. You're called to be a midwife in prayer. To pray or not pray? Ah, super Balona. You're called to be a giver in a very beautiful way. Sacrificial finances. You're pulling back. It's all about people. It's about Ah, hell, Maloka. May not another take our place. Airborne, 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 airborne. What a day. Are we praying? Let's push it some more. We're almost there. Almost there. Almost there. I won't talk back. I won't give up. I'm too close to quit. Thank you, Father. Wow. Beloved, I want us to do something this morning. The word I hear is surrender. You know, when you are arrested by the police officer, they'll tell you, stick up your hands. Surrender. What this means, I lay it all at your feet. I don't know how many have the willingness and the faith to really surrender all to Jesus. If you do, if you do, don't do it if you don't. You may get there. But if you do, please stand on your feet and hands in the sky. Say, Lord, here I am. Do something meaningful with my life. Help me not to be self-destruct. You don't have to stand, please. Where I'm asking for help as we do so. Talk to him in one minute and I'll do in prayer. I surrender all. I surrender all. Shut up by the hands. Will you repeat with me, Heavenly Father? In the name of the Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. By the blood sacrifice of Jesus, made on my behalf this hour, unashamedly, I declare and decree, Jesus Christ is both my Lord and my Savior. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I acknowledge you to be the one at work in me. Cause me to will and to do of my Father's good pleasure. Help me to yield myself completely, my spirit, my soul, my mind, my will, my intelligence, my body, my treasure, 
my talent, my time, completely. I bring it to your altar. Lord Jesus, I am the sacrifice on the altar. Let your fire fall. That your glory may be seen in, through, with, by my life. I receive grace never to live for myself anymore. Because you died for me and died for all, I live for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We believe that you have been tremendously blessed by the ministry of Apostle Goodhart Obi Ekweme. It is our conviction that this message has begun a mighty work in your life, and we pray that the grace for prompt obedience to the Word of God will rest upon you. We look forward to hear and celebrate your testimonies with great expectations.